welcome to the Thunder Rooster Podcast. My name is Ron. And I'm Paul. And today marks our first episode of our paranormal month that we have claimed from the month of March. Yes, sir. And we're very excited about it. Uh, I know we kicked it off with our 25 uh, Shots of Funny for our last episode for the first week. But the remaining th- uh, four weeks yeah. of March uh, will be all paranormal themed. Today we're kicking it off with a maybe co- uh, kind of a controversial subject for paranormal, but we're kicking off with alien abductions. Well, we heart alien abductions. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Not so, really. I mean, it yeah. kind of it falls in the same vein of uh, you know the supernatural, sure. as it were. And, right. You know, as we get further into the conversation, it kind of ties in a little bit with uh, you know sleep paralysis, which also ties in with you know the whole shadow people. Thing. Oh yeah. So when we covered a couple couple episodes ago, yeah. yeah so uh, it's definitely going to be a fun one. Uh, we'll give us uh, we'll give you guys a few examples of stories of alien abductions, and uh, as well as a few theories. And then at the end, we'll kind of hit on the the validity of right. you know the the belief in alien abductions. It's a lot of interesting statistics that we came across. So, oh yeah, that's where we can definitely think like, hmm. So, what, what, what are, is out there? What are your first impressions? On Mine, and I, not much. I didn't really. I was never really interested mm-hmm. in what was considered alien phenomenon. Maybe I just didn't believe in any of it. Yeah, truthfully, you know, always the jokes, the movies, mm-hmm. conversations, all that. But I just never really cared too much. Yeah, I never had a strong belief in it per se, but you know, like I told you on an episode or two ago, how you know I was younger and would watch yeah. like uh, unsolved mysteries, and they would have stuff like that. So I would be afraid din, din, that you know din, one night din, I'm gonna din, din, din. see yeah. a bright light in the window and yeah. bye bye, <laughs> <laughs> goodbye. So is this something that would scare you? I mean, it kind of it if if it is true, I mean, there would be a reason to kind of be a little fearful that you just get plucked away one day. Or well, one I will say that I have a piece of audio that we're going to share about one of one of the stories that I have that I brought to the table, and uh, yeah, it might really freak you out. I'm a little freaked yeah. from this. Okay, but again, we're in 2021, and nothing makes sense. So. What would be a surprise with this? Right, right. And if you guys have noticed a little something different here, me and Paul both got Oh, our, look at these babies. Our nice little mm. Thunder Rooster you want uh, mugs. You want one. It's our late night uh, mugs that we picked up here, right? You know. They're available on our store. Just go to our website, thunderrooster.com. Pick one up if you want. But uh, I guess we'll just dive right into this. So... Uh, mm-hmm. What are slash is alien abductions? Could mean something to everyone, but we might just think of, well, it could be you being physically taken away from where you're at. Right. I mean, it it could be like (laughs) there's several accounts where people just like see, you know, uh, a flying saucer in the sky and then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden a bright light happens and then, you know, they don't remember something for several days, several hours, you know, the loss of time. Mm Mm-hmm. Usually there's always something involved where they see an alien type creature. So we'll kind of go on a little bit, but like they're not always the same kind of description of the same type of alien. Right. But I mean, if we do have alien visitors, that would lead truth to there being, you know, so many more intelligent life forms out there, which is not that far fetched. I don't doubt that there are. Well, scientists are starting to come around to some of the data that they've seen. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, over the time frame, you know, last several decades. Yeah, it's just 
there's just phenomenons that are starting to be there. You know, they're unexplainable, but yet yeah. you're starting to get more info. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're kind of going to start off with a little bit of stories. Uh, you want to go ahead and give us a little count of one of the most famous. Sure. Accountants of, I would love uh, to. Betty and Barney Hill. Yeah. So before I even get into that, I mean, I, I'm a fan of, I'm a fan of like first editions, first albums, mm-hmm. rookie cards, demos. So that's why I wanted to go with the most talked about story on record. Right. At least this the is first, the first well. This was the first right? well documented um, instant as far as alien abductions is concerned. So okay. basically, uh, we have this couple named uh, Barney and Betty Hill um, from New Hampshire area. Basically, their story starts out as they're they're going on a they're coming back from a vacation. Mm. Uh, they're going through the White Mountains of New Hampshire. They were coming back through like Niagara Falls, and then on this night, uh, his uh, Barney's wife Betty ends up seeing something in the back of the rear view, and it's like a bright light, but it seemed to be maneuvering. Right. So I'm like, okay, you know, we'll go into a little more of this detail, but so basically, what happened was uh, September 19th, 1961 was the specific date uh, that was supposedly reported that this alien abduction had happened between the hills. And as far as what it was going about, they realized after what had happened at the abduction situation that they were about 35 miles off from where they were traveling on the interstate. Yeah. And apparently in that time frame, they lost track about two hours. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, that's just where where is this coming from? Right. Like, where, what could possibly be the case? So as far as with the encounter, now there's there was an a, an interview that I saw of from uh, Betty's niece. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was on a talk show in the UK, and she spoke on this interview a couple of years ago and tried to give her testament to actually really what happened. There's documents. There's stories all over the web and in news reports. But she was the firm believer of what her aunt was telling her was that they, they supposedly encountered this this entity about 100. They literally saw it about 100 feet yeah. from where they were. Right. And again, Betty claimed it was a light that was maneuvering. But then it started getting closer. Then it was the conversation of when they started giving the report to the authorities, what supposedly had happened, mm-hmm. thinking they saw this this saucer, this unidentified flying object, which was about the length of both arm widths. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And then Barney had made suggestions as saying, well, this looked like, you know, it looked like almost like a donut, <laughs> like, <laughs> like just sphere. And he could see about eight to 11 different human entities. At least he thought like yeah. in the background of what was going on. Jeez. So when he kind of saw where this was about 100 feet, they stopped their car. He got out, just threw his binoculars on just to see what was going on mm-hmm. and saw like a, a bright red light. And then he started going to a, a testament, which I'll get to in a minute, as far as what he ends up thinking he sees. Yeah. Um, But basically, this situation happens where they kind of come about and... You know, basically, it's like an encounter, but then after things are done, they don't have really much recollection of what happens. Mm-hmm. Okay. What ends up happening in the, in the situation is one thing that they noticed after this abduction was Betty's dress 
was torn in several different slits. And there was a purple powdery substance, powder blue like substance. And they couldn't really def- determine what it was. Mm-hmm. Like there was still like bacteria and things of that nature on there, but they were like, where did this come about? Right. So they went and they analyzed the data and they obviously were like, yeah, this is, this is crazy. We don't really know how we can kind of go about this. Right. And then you also say to yourself too about this, it's like, you know, this happened in the 60s. And again, you know, we have, it's a cultural phenomenon, you know, businesses, people write books, movies, interviews. I didn't think this, these two were really out for financial gain of any sort. They were just very s- simple, civilized people. You know, mm-hmm. he was a postal worker. She was, you know, uh, she, she did uh, social, social work and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So they didn't, they didn't seem like the type of people that would just say, you know, make something up like this that would just happen. But obviously it, it really messed with, with Barney more than I think Betty, yeah. as far as some of the interviewing accounts that, that occurred. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's just, there was just a lot of information on, you know, was this real? Was this not? And I'll go in a little more, as far as we with the clip itself, that really speaks for itself. The actual interview. Yeah, do we want to go ahead and play yeah, that now? We can go right into it if you want. All right, let's get it going. Well, wait before you click it. So I'll just set it up. So he, uh, the Hills actually meet with this psychiatrist named uh, Doctor Benjamin Simon. Mm-hmm. He's the one that does several interviews to kind of get some information about what had occurred. Uh, yeah. Several sessions. It was from like January of '64 to probably about June '64. They were interviewed separately, so obviously they could keep their stories together. Yeah. Uh, and then at, and, and at the end of each session, they would uh, he would administer amnesia, uh, amnesia uh, hypnosis, like a re reverse. Yeah. Hypnosis. Sorry, that's yeah. So basically, try to just like you know, I guess get them out of the hypno state. I guess you could say. Uh, no, it's a hypnotic regression. That. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. I have to learn that word again. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so they go through channels of interviews. I could only find the one, like the really good one I could find was on Barney. So I would mm. love for us to check this out and uh, and we'll see what you think. Yeah, I've never seen this. So. Yep. <laughs> Follow us on a journey. Please. Why doesn't it go away? Look at it. Calm, calm. Not gonna hurt you. Did they have faces like other people? You say one reminded you of a red-headed Irishman. His eyes were slanted. I see it so. His eyes were slanted. Just stay there, he's saying to me. All right. I'll take you my head. Pull the binoculars away. God, give me strength. All right. Pull him down! Run! Pull him down and run! God! It says, my God, give me that. I gotta get away. Oh! Oh! Babe! You gotta get away, babe! Alright. That doesn't sound to me like that's someone who's making that up, Ron, does it? (laughs) No. No. Um, Wow. So yeah, so he he attests that he's you know, terrified, absolutely terrified. He sees slanted eyes on a humanoid type entity yeah. with with red hair, and then they go into more detail about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> sh- shiny black outfits was what he also kind of encountered, and he was like, "There's no way that these are 
that's even remotely human. Like we're thinking like spandex. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> wetsuits. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll bring that up a little later right. with another account, actually. So, of course. you know, maybe we'll get some answers there. But that, after listening to that, I, I I'm believe a little bit. I, I just can't imagine how someone would just make something like that up at that time. Yeah. Just because they're not even thinking about making money that those things weren't even were a thought i don't believe so yeah uh something that struck me with this case in particularly mm-hmm. um while doing the hypnosis thing uh betty herself um reportedly she drew up a star map of where they were actually taken to and they said that um it was like a uh planet orbiting a orbiting a star called zeta reticuli mm-hmm. As you remember, maybe not for our listeners, uh, we talked about Bob Lazar's, uh, we touched base on Bob Lazar a little bit in our third episode, I want to say. But, you know, he recounted the same one, which part of me wants to wonder, did he take that from this story or does it, you know, as we go on with this whole UFO thing, you know, Bob Lazar's credibility keeps kind of gaining foundation there, so... That's how bizarre, Ron. How bizarre. That has to have been done. <laughs> <laughs> so, if not, you heard it here first. <laughs> you heard it first. <laughs> yes, guys. But yeah. Right. Um, it's just. I still, that's, that's so disturbing. It is so. It's disturbing. It is. It really it's is. powerful and it's disturbing and it scares the shit out of you. I just. Yeah, there's a lot. All these accounts that we continue to hear about, and then that was from the 60s, and then we have decades further on how many other accounts that came about. We'll get into that later. Yes. Um, But yeah, Benny and Barney Hill is definitely definitely one of the most well-known, and really the first well-documented That was the first one. So, um, and they even even wrote a, they made a a made-for-TV movie. I just forgot to mention that. Yeah, yeah. That was James uh, Earl Jones. James Earl Jones was in it, and Estelle Parsons uh, was made in 75, and it was the UFO incident. Yeah. Well, the crazy thing of it is, is the Betty and Barney Hill story ultimately led led to um, the Air Force launching the Project Blue Book. um, Yep. You know, entity, I will say. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. Another um, one we could bring up is uh, Travis Walton. Um, I didn't know this until recently when I was looking up on him, but he was actually on the Joe Rogan podcast not long ago. No kidding. So a lot of times when you hear about these things, most of the cases are like, they're gone. Like, they're no longer with us. Right. But yeah, he was on there, suit and tie, talking about what happened. But the amazing thing with this is he was... He disappeared for five days, just up and vanished. And uh, he was out working in a forest. I guess uh, he did like uh, lumber and stuff. So basically, <laughs> like a group of five dudes out there that are lumberjacks, they see it's a wood. They see a flying, uh, unidentified flying object out in the forest. Travis goes running up to it, gets shocked. It like a big bright light happens, and he just kind of falls over. The other guys take off, get the hell out of there. I guess the next day, 
out of guilt, I suppose, <laughs> they go back to see if he's still around and he wasn't there. And, uh, you know, the unique thing about this is in those five days, you know, these guys that left him were being questioned like they were murder suspects, you know? Oh, of course. <laughs> Just going to town on them. Yeah. But, you know, he describes these uh, beings taking him somewhere, you know, the whole suit thing and the slit for eyes and stuff. There's a lot of similarities and taking him to his leader. Yeah. But um, (laughs) this is also another one. Like we don't want to dive too much into it because we're going to make these future episodes Mm -hmm. by themselves because there's a lot of typing. Sure. But yeah. Uh, So the guy basically just turned up, you know, and it was five days after the account has no idea like how to explain five days. Cause to him, it was, it like, was only like a couple hours. Yeah. And it turned out it was five days. Five later. days. Yep. So all of them end up taking a um, polygraph test. Right. And passed blind Every, and passed, except they try to do it again on some kind of Fox game show a little down the road. And the dude did, it was inconclusive. <laughs> So, wait, wait a second. So the first uh, time, we'll come back to this. Later. We gotta take a break, ladies okay. and gentlemen. Casper's gonna come get us. <laughs> hey, ghouls! Do you like to get spooky and stay spooky? Then check out our podcast, The Golden Ghouls. Each week, we talk about our favorite things: ghosts and the paranormal. Sound like a good time? Then give us a listen on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Goodbye. And welcome back. Welcome back. You just heard an ad from the Golden Ghouls. Uh, it's comprised of three ladies of Alyssa, Emily, and Kylie. They are a really fun podcast to listen to. Um, they recently put out one over some pretty haunting towns in Kansas. <laughs> I thought it was really cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, check them out. They're really cool peeps, and uh, Kylie lives near uh, Salem, Massachusetts, so hopefully we can hit her up when we decide to head out that way. <laughs> Maybe we got a tour guide. Who oh, God. Okay. Well, yeah, picking up where we left off, uh, we left off with uh, Travis Walton yeah. doing the inconclusive it's the uh, polygraphs. Polygraph yeah. Test. So, but yeah, the kind of very interesting how it, at yeah. one instance, and then the other, no. Yeah, so the crazy thing with him is um, he came, he became conscious while he was, I guess, off Earth, and he was being experimented on and stuff. Oh. So he, he became conscious, and he grabbed something, uh, some kind of tool or something. And brought it back with him? Off. Oh, I thought you were saying he brought it back from... <laughs> no, so he he basically attacked the, <laughs> the aliens, So, and then next thing you know, they're like, you know, dropped him off and... And five days have gone by instead of a couple of hours. And, you know, he was a missing person at this point. All the all the people oh, he, were with, he was with, yeah. all the other lumberjacks, they were being questioned for murder because well, yeah, he wasn't found anywhere. No. The crazy thing about the area that um, the ship was at or whatever, apparently since then it has produced like 36 times more wood fiber than all the rest of the area around it. I don't know how they gauge that person, yeah. but that was just something I read with it. 
Interesting. But that is very interesting. It's weird. Sure. Weird little things like that always come up and stuff like this. But uh, Always do. Another one I kind of want to touch on is uh, Carl Higdon. I don't want to give away too much on this one because this is definitely going to be a future episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not really familiar much. But I will say this guy has a... I don't want to say pleasant, but a relatively pleasant experience with this where he gets picked up, taken off. Uh, I think they said it was like 136 um, light miles is what they called it instead of light years. But uh, Interesting. From Earth. And uh, he has this whole experience. I mean, it's very laid out. And I like I said... Don't want to give too much away because it is a gem of a story. All right. Then don't say much because I don't know anything about him. <laughs> so, so we'll off. We'll get into the, uh, the kind of explama- explanations of trying to rationalize these uh, reports of alien abductions, kind of like the psychology and some of the Sure. Are they hallucinating? So a lot of... Um, psychologists and doctors uh, relate this to like sleep paralysis or um, temporal lobe sensitivity. So the sleep paralysis thing, you know, you are in a, a state where you're conscious, your brain wakes up, but your body does not. And this allows you to, in some cases to, hallucinate or you know i'm still on the fence about the sleep paralysis thing but i'm just giving you like the sure of course the uh, official kind of thing about it right but so there's that and it happens with like um people who are i guess they would have a proclivity for fantasy so Right. Say you take in like a lot of like science fiction mm-hmm. or just, you know, you have a very ima- imaginary mind. <laughs> You're really good at imagining things. <laughs> but Your imagination is run wild. Yeah. So, I mean, there was a a, a specific account of, uh, actually, yeah, this is something I have to cheat with on my phone because I had it pulled up. There was an account of a man. Let's see. His name is... Uh, Michael Shermer, he once collapsed from sleep deprivation following an 83-hour bike race, and his support team rushed to his aid. Shermer was caught in a waking dream and so perceived them as aliens from the 1960s television series, The Invaders. (laughs) So, 83-hour bike ride? Yeah, so sleep deprivation, it definitely causes you to hallucinate for sure. Well, that's just to say if he actually tried to ride for 83 straight hours. Yeah, so... Uh, then, yeah, that's then that's going to happen. I think you're going to lose all sorts of function. Yeah, there's a, a lot of cases that state that most of the people that do report being abducted by aliens, most of the time there's no mental issues with them. There's no... Um, there's no indications that they're not any different from any normal person, you know. But a lot of the times, like I mentioned earlier, they, they have a proclivity to fantasy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they ingest a lot of things. And a lot of things with the UFO, I mean, the phenomenon behind that whole thing is 
dated back to when Roswell happened, yep. maybe a little bit before there with like mm-hmm. sci-fi stuff. But, sure. I mean, is it one of those things where it's just constantly in the subconscious of our mind just keep, you know, growing and growing throughout the decades? So maybe when you do get into like a into a hallucinations type state, you start seeing things like that can even relate to like ghosts and demons and such. Oh, of course. So, I mean, it's kind of hard to say. There's so many things out there. The mind but, is so unique because it can play tricks. I mean, yeah, so many, so many layers. So that would also, because of that uh, proclivity to, you know, the fantasy world, it is really easy. So when they do that, um, what's it called? Hypnotic regression, you know, you've had it envisioned in your mind right. so hard exactly. that it's, it's really easy for you to call that all back. And here's the thing where I get a little tripped up with, especially with the Betty and Barney Hill thing. Yep. They both did the regression. Now, if this is all in your mind, how can two people share the same mind thought? Thank you. I mean, that's one of those things where it's a $64,000 question. How? Yeah. And there's accounts even where somebody was uh, abducted in New York City. And taken off into a spaceship, levitating up in the air, whatever. This doesn't count. I didn't see it. <laughs> but apparently there was like 35 people that saw it happen. Now, I'm all for having a sound mind, but, you know, sometimes the truth is stranger than fiction. You know? <laughs> the truth is out there. Basically what I'm saying with this whole thing is, you know... I am not so fast to dismiss this as crazy because there's a lot of thoughts and ideas I have of my own that would be perceived as crazy, which I think is common sense most of the time, especially like how our tax thing is structured in the U.S. and how we just let these giant organizations just not pay (laughs) taxes. I'm like, what in the world? No, you're just living in a world you can't understand, but go on. Yeah. (laughs) Another good point of, uh, you know, them selling all of our data, individual data for billions and billions of dollars. Where's my fucking paycheck? <laughs> Did it ever dawn on you? I was, yep. Yeah, what about that? I mean, where are we going here with this? Scammers. Whole... <laughs> Scammers. But yeah, I mean, the number of reported alien abductions, uh, it's really mind-boggling high. because of the fact that we see that the numbers are so high in itself, and then, like we just said, how could it be possible that people are all having the same interactions? Yeah, I mean... That's really... I wouldn't say they're the same, because not, there's a I, lot of different accounts, but just the alien abduction not, as a whole. That's what I meant. Alien yeah, abductions uh, as a whole, and how it continues to to affect people like, every day. I 1991 is where I got this number from. Yes. This is when they did the study. But 3.7 million people reported that they may be, may have been abducted by aliens. I just don't think three plus million make something like that up. I just don't. I mean, it's the same way with like UFOs and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, there's so many sightings out there. And yeah, you can rationalize that by like secret government program, um, you know, flights and stuff with that like right. new technology. And it's like with Betty, that the evidence was there. I mean, like, why would this woman rip her dress 
in places like across the seam, across Mm. the zipper. Why would she just rip her dress in the car coming back from vacation? Yeah. And And then there's a blue substance powder on there. Nobody knows how that got there. And we're not even scratching the surface with stuff as like, uh, you know, the cattle mutilations where you'll just find a a bag of bones and meat, basically all the, all the blood's gone. And, you know, I'm sure there's scientific stuff for that. Of course, but maybe that'll be a future episode. Maybe. Maybe, I think that'd not. be a cool name right. for an episode. Cattle mutilation. <laughs> there's, a metal right. band, there's a metal band called Cattle Decapitation or something like that. Never heard of them. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> well, yeah. So that's just the toughest thing just to, to get my head wrapped around is just that I, I can't imagine that this many people would make this up. And then just right then and there, that's the one piece of evidence that outside of the, the interview tape, the yeah. hypnosis, that just doesn't happen. Yeah, something I'll play during the break that we, when we come up to it. But there's this movie called The Fourth Kind, and the the movie boasts that it's taking actual um, footage from these hypnotic regression sessions, and then placing like the shot scene next to it. Right. So I'll, I'll place it up there so you can see. But you know, this is supposedly a true story, and they just made the movie about it and kind of did it the exact same way. Sure, freaks you out. I'm, yeah, I literally. Um, was so freaked out by that movie when it came out when I first started seeing it. Like I couldn't the second time I watched it, I still couldn't watch it without the lights on. I mean, it freaked me out that much. I mean, you've got this like whole ancient Sumerian theme wrapped around into it. And you've got these words that are coming out of who knows where saying like some creepy shit, like I'm God, you know, you are worthless humans. You're going to die. Yeah. You know, I mean, what what was it? Uh, Carl Sagan, um, you know, I don't know a whole lot about his work, but what I do know is that he did say that if aliens were out there, it probably wouldn't be good for us. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe about 20, 30 years worth they've been here. Who knows? Well, you know, you know there's always the analogy of, uh, you know, it being compared to like when uh, we came over here to America I say we, a half of me was coming to America and then the other half of me was already here. So (laughs) anyway, (laughs) oh goodness. So, you know, some reasons that people figure that this happens is due to, you know, is it social gain? Are they trying to make money out of it? You know, what is this purpose? Are they trying to get these delusions of grandeur to try and make themselves seem special somehow? We don't know. I mean, this many cases being reported. I mean, yeah, I can understand the need to try and feel special about something. But at the same time, why go to the lengths of that? But again, even though it's a large number, maybe think about it. Maybe there are just a lot of people that are just trying to get something out of nothing. Yeah. We don't know, but what I can uh, I can attest to you and my firm belief that that was not what happened with the hills. That's just there's no way. Yeah, I guess we'll never know. Really. We will never know. I have Let's one more take story. A, maybe take a trip to New Hampshire. I'm going to follow up one story. I'm actually going to read this just because of how hilarious it is. <laughs> so, while trying to find some stories. And related to this, uh, I came across this one. The title of it says, The Alien Abduction of Antonio Villa 
Bose. I think Antonio. it's B O A S. I'm going to butcher pronunciations on this. Antonio. This is like South America, like places and stuff. But essentially, essentially, it ends with extraterrestrial coitus. <laughs> All right. So sweet. <laughs> so, yeah, like I said, I'm going to read this <laughs> verbatim on here. It says in 1954. Two Venezuelan teenagers claimed that they found a UFO in the woods and were only able to escape with their lives after fighting off small, hairy aliens. <laughs> Brazilian journalist, uh, Juan or Hua, I don't know, Martins, Hoorah! <laughs> <laughs> covered the alleged experience in 1957 and asked the readers to send in their own. That's when he was contacted by farmer Antonio. Via Bose. <laughs> I don't, I'll place it on the screen so you can guess what you want. Anyways, uh, Martin's paid for the 23-year-old's travel expenses and put him up in Rio de Janeiro where Dr. Alavo Fontes examined him. Uh, Antonio claimed that he experienced an alien abduction one day after reading Martin's article chron- uh, chronicling words. Uh, the Venezuela incident, which seemed rather convenient. Antonio said that he had been working nights in his family's field in order to avoid the hot daytime temperatures. On October 16, 1957, he purportedly saw a red star above the fields near Sao Francisco de Sales. As it approached... Antonio claimed that atop the egg-shaped craft was a cupola containing a rotating red light. As the vessel extended its three legs to the earth, Antonio claimed that he tried to flee, but was captured by five-foot-tall beings wearing gray overalls and helmets, and then taken aboard their ship. Antonio alleged that the beings' eyes were blue and small, and their communication consisted of animal-like sounds. After blood was taken from his chin, Antonio was purportedly placed into a room filled with a strange gas which caused him to feel severely ill. Soon, a naked and attractive female entered the room. Antonio claimed the woman was adorned with long blonde hair and red pubic hair. <laughs> That the two soon engaged in sex. Coitus! <laughs> Doesn't sound like a bad abduction. <laughs> Afterwards, the woman gestured to her stomach and then motioned upwards, <laughs> which Antonio later interpreted to mean that she would raise their child in space. <laughs> Antonio claimed he felt angry at having been treated like a good stallion <laughs> by the beings. He was subsequently taken off the ship and watched it ascend to the heavens. Four hours had passed since his abduction. Though both Martins and Dr. Fontes believed the story was fabricated, the doctor noticed signs that Antonio had radiation sickness, such as nausea and bruising, burning sensations in the eye and skin that was painful to the touch. Antonio later became a successful lawyer who created models of the UFO from his story in his spare time. While Walter Bowler of the Brazilian Ufology Group, SBEDV, visited him, visited him in 1962 and published a report on his story, 
It still remains unproven. Antonio died in 1991, but his intriguing alien story lives on with the attractive blonde haired or long blonde haired lady with red pubic hair. Yeah. <laughs> so that was an abduction? <laughs> it was a setup. <laughs> right. Right. It's like, uh, I think somebody just wanted to uh, <laughs> use the good stallion in him. Right? I guess. <laughs> He's just upset. He came the booty call. Shit. Sorry, buddy. Alien abduction booty Alien call. Alien abduction booty call. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back with final thoughts and our three shots of funny. And welcome, welcome back. back. All right, so let's wrap this up with our final thoughts. Um, which, I mean, it's not really something we got to go heavy into because we've kind of given our own opinions on right. this, this entire time. Yeah. But like, I mean, it's 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 one of those things where I feel like, and if people do genuinely have these, I mean, you have so many naysayers that want to dismiss the whole thing. What if it is really happening? Yeah. You know, I mean, there was this, uh, there's this big kind of conspiracy type thing that, um, uh, was it, uh, not Roosevelt. There was a president after, um, toward the end of world war two, I think, um, gosh, I'll insert it right here because I'm blanking out on it right now. <laughs> but um, he basically went missing for like 12 hours and there was reports that he went out to a, a an air, an army air force base and uh, met with uh, aliens and essentially, uh, essentially made like some kind of a deal, you know, that they're going to be here. They're going to run some tests and stuff in exchange for technology. Now, interestingly enough, how much is our technology just boomed over the past 100 years? It hadn't even been 100 years. We can just say just the last 40 years. Right. Craziness. I, I think <laughs> I don't know. <coughs> Excuse me. I, I, I believe that there are accounts that have happened, and I believe there are accounts that have not. Yeah. You know, that 3.7, that's a big number. There's got to be a handful in there now. When you think more closely to it mm -hmm. maybe not but i will firmly believe that this this was an actual alien induction for the hills i completely yeah. believe this now it's got some uh disturbingly yes um real evidence there mm -hmm. it's hard to argue some of it i mean right just that clip we listened to that i mean i got goosebumps I, listening to that and i listened to it several times when i was piecing it together and i'm like eh. yeah but. <laughs> anyway <laughs> All right, so uh, but do you, uh, we had one more thing to touch on mm -hmm. upon? Yeah, we'll, we had we'll, something with real the quick. News recently. This actually happened last month, guys. Yeah. Um, if you guys were aware of this or not, so real quick, there was a situation with uh, an American Airlines pilot flying over New Mexico, going from Cincinnati to Phoenix. It was flight twenty two ninety two, and the pilot actually radioed into to the. Control Center Dispatch. I'm going to read the exact quote that came from the pilot when he tried to reach out. And he asked them, have any targets up here? 
Now, the first thing that was said about that is, no, there's no war. No one's going to do anything. <laughs> they were basically flying over an, uh, an army missile range yeah. base uh, right around the location. Yeah, White Sands probably. Yes, thank you. Yep, you got it, buddy. Um, and basically, after that was mentioned, pilot says, we just had something go right over the top of us. I hate to say this, but it looked a, like a, an, a long cylinder, cylindrical object that almost looked like a cruise missile type of thing moving really fast. It just went right over the top of us. So it could have been like a cigar-shaped UFO, in a sense. I, the only thing that I was just a little like, he goes, oh, it might be some type of a cruise missile type thing, but they're saying there was nothing on radar. Yeah. Like, so the FBI is investigating this. Now, again, there were like three videos released by the Pentagon last year in mm-hmm. regards to some of these UFO activities. Yeah. But that just happened. <laughs> and the FAA made statements, then they retracted them. They're trying not to say too much, but yeah. the FBI is investigating this. But guys, they're here, <laughs> whether we like it or not. <laughs> yeah, we've touched base on this uh, a few times yeah. in our, our podcasting episodes. Uh, I mean, the evidence is piling up. I Actually, really... they weren't too far from Roswell, Ron. Yeah, <laughs> Imagine exactly. That. <laughs> exactly. Full circle. Yeah. Right. Full circle, yeah. right? Uh-huh. But yeah, I I do believe that uh, I don't believe we're alone. No, I've said this countless times on this podcast already, and uh, you know, it's only a matter of time. We're gonna we're gonna have some you know full on. I hate saying disclosure because you know that's tossed around in the the alien and conspiracy world so right. much. But I mean that's kind of, that's what it is. I mean, if there is in there, if that is the truth, and it's been hid from us. Probably good reasons. I don't think we were ready for that kind of stuff. I'm starting to think maybe that our our leaders are actually aliens. I not, I'm really starting to think it. Both sides. It's <laughs> not too far. For, <laughs> not too far for things are starting to check out that way. Yeah, but yeah. All right, so uh, we're going to finish up this episode with a couple things. First off, uh, it's our new entertainment segment. Um, as we're going along with the podcast and figuring this out, we're kind of leaning more toward that uh, our audience was to see more paranormal and conspiracy things. And we want to be able to talk about whatever we want, and we're going to continue to do that. But we are going to kind of switch it up a little bit. Maybe we'll do our, you know, our movie stuff, yeah. or our, our favorite artists and stuff as like bonus material in right. the future. But we hear you. Loud and clear, guys. Yeah, Loud so, and clear. Uh, we appreciate you. So to make up for that, in a sense, we still want to do some kind of entertainment-related thing. So we're going to uh, talk about this for the first time. Was, uh, I just got introduced to this guy the other night. I came across it on accident, I guess, through a, uh, you know algorithm through YouTube. But uh, Tom McDonald. <laughs> Bacteria is life on Mars. one of the whitest names I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> so... This guy is like, uh, he's a unique individual for sure. Um, think Post Malone, you know, face tattoos and stuff and grill and everything. So I was like, all right, we'll see what this is. <laughs> it's one of those things like, what is this guy doing? You know? Yeah. I kind of had the preconceived notion too, when you told me about him and I was like, yeah. So okay. the first video I watched from him was called fake woke. And that by itself was like, <laughs> I gotta hear this. So, listen to it, and I'm telling you, this guy, for one, is a great rapper. Absolutely. 
and rap's not my biggest game. Neither is mine. I, I I appreciate the art, but it's not it's not my bag most of the time. But you come across some some artists that are like this that I instantly like. I can listen to no problem. You know, Common was like that for me. Uh, Eminem, you know, Tupac. That's how Snoop and some, Cube were yeah, for me. Exactly, yeah. like the older mm-hmm. older generations. You know, but I mean, this guy he has. It's like he's got this bag of artillery, <laughs> but it's all facts. <laughs> like, and it's, but people don't like it. Yeah, it's not. He's it's very not, controversial. They don't, some yeah. like the way he's portraying what he's saying and others yeah. are not. And a lot of the others are just people that are completely against what right. he's saying. You know, I mean, we live in a world where everything is like, you're either... You're either for or you're against. Yeah, exactly. You're with us or you're not. And, and that's, he talks that's all, about that's that just, in the song. We can't have that happening in our world. Yeah. We really can't. No, but some songs you need to check out from this guy, definitely. Uh, Fake Woke. <laughs> um, canceled. He's got a song called White Boy. And People Are So Stupid, which I think is one of my favorite songs of his so far. <laughs> uh, he did He did have a track called Cancer. Which was one of the most moving things I've seen in a long time. Yeah, did. I, I didn't see the video it, for that. But isn't it like more like an acoustic type of music to it, or it's a little of both? Okay, but this, I mean, it's a powerful story. I mean, it's relatable to a lot of people. But it, it was like wow. Yeah, this guy is completely independent. Yeah, uh, does his everything with him and his girlfriend shoots believe, all in edited videos. I mean, yeah, I think she's the Nova Rockefeller that you see at the end of the videos. You know, the video yeah. done by. Yep. But yeah, it's just him and her. He does all of his music, all his stuff. I am just I just don't think any of his songs even sound the same. It's like I'm getting something new every time. Yeah, it with is this guy. It is one of those instances where this is one of the few times that I am just impressed by an individual oh, of course. right off the bat. Yep. I mean I can't wait to see what this guy does. I mean, he's already doing so much without help from anybody but himself. <laughs> no, it's just him and his girl just yeah, doing what they're doing. So, folks, we are going to dive right into our three shots at funny. And uh, we decided to spoof it up a little bit. So, here's our new intro. It's go time. It's go time. Three shots. Of yes, funny. sir. All right. So what do you have for me, Ron? Uh, let's start this off with my wife's pick this week. Okay. Very um, good. Let me see if I find it here. A little unprepared. <laughs> Never. All right. So this one's called Bad. Bad. Right. I love it. To paint the picture for our listeners <laughs> here, we have a setting. It looks like a kitchen counter. You know, this guy sets up his camera. His wife's doing laundry on the counter, and his kids are sitting in the chair next to the counter. And uh, got bad playing in the background. Hops up on the counter, does a Michael Jackson move. This <laughs> 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 yeah, part. He kicks Bam. the folded laundry at his wife. <laughs> <This is> the- <laughs> I'm bad move. <laughs> That's awesome. 
Oh, I love it. I love when my wife sends me that stuff. Come on. All right. Do you want to do a little rock, paper, scissors to see who goes first on this? <laughs> okay. Let's go. Actually, you know what? No. I'll go first. Okay. I'll go first. Please yeah. do. This one is titled uh, Big Laugh. Okay. We got a little guy trying to show some moves on a big guy. It's not working out well. And now it's the big guy's turn. <laughs> what did the five fingers say to the face? Oh, he slapped the Slap. shit out of him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you do when you get into this instance. <laughs> get it right behind the knee. Come on, man. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, that's gonna leave a mark. You can't. I can't tell you how many oh, times God. like I'll have somebody that's <laughs> probably about five seven or something talking about how they do moves on somebody. Like I'm just, just thinking in my head like. Now, this is how that would go. <laughs> Slap. <laughs> oh, God. All right. What do you got for me? All right. It's an announcement. Okay. It's called the final countdown for a reason. I'm going to retire this after we're done. You just, you'll see what I'm about to show you. Okay. I'm going to retire it moving forward after this. anything up so i had to put a countdown on and that's my farewell to the fart game so the force is strong with that one Ram going for it too. He's like, I was like, oh, dum dum da dum 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 dum. Oh my god, that was great. So that is my final gift to you. That's amazing. Oh my goodness. Ah, oh goodness. Felt good. That was great. Felt really nice. I figured you'd like that. All right, that was our first. First paranormal episode for our paranormal month. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told, <laughs> I told no, I'm not going to say the story. No, I might. Well, so I was actually in the restroom yesterday and somebody actually came into the bathroom. I'm not going to name names. And I was just going to the bathroom and then all of a sudden it was like a whimper. It was like, huh? and I'm like, 
Maybe they had to go. And I heard again. <laughs> I wish you would have <laughs> And I'm just trying to go to the bathroom. Like, hey, you know, maybe he's got uh, stage fright. I don't know. You imagine, heard, <laughs> you imagine him walking out of the restaurant afterwards and you're standing there with your phone like. <laughs> <laughs> That's my, Thank you. That's what it really is. <laughs> All right. Anyway, All right. professional. Yes. All right. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, next episode we're going to talk about poltergeist. That one's going to be a lot of fun, just like our uh, there fun friendly trickster spirit. Yes. But yeah, um, we have a paranormal T-shirt for sale in our merch store. It is my actual design. I drew it with crayon, coloring with my son. <laughs> so- <laughs> I know, but. I- <laughs> how that idea came about it's beautiful yeah the good i like it i hope you guys enjoy it as well but yeah that's going to be uh sale for sale on our merch store and um we're going to kind of have that be our mascot for paranormal episodes uh he doesn't have a name yet so, so i think we or she have doesn't a have contest a contest on deciding who the name what the name will be sorry oh, yeah. All right, let's do that. Throw some names out there for us, and whoever wins, we will send you. We a free will give t-shirt. you the shout out. You will get the name rights. Yep. Well, I don't know about the rights to the name, but you'll get yeah. a free T-shirt. That's, <laughs> you will get acknowledged for coming up. With you'll us. get bragging rights for naming our mask. <laughs> I was like, we kind of need those rights. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give away. Okay. All right, folks. Thanks, thank guys. You so Appreciate much. you as always. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, subscribe to our podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast, and uh, send us any stories that you might have paranormal related. We would love to share them on the show. And well, even if you don't want them shared, we would love to listen to them. Yeah. We just, we will not share them on here without your permission. But thank you very much for supporting yeah. us and definitely uh, hit up our merch store, check out our new uh and check, get a hold of those hoodies if you want them because they're about to be gone. You won't see them again for a while. Gone. All right. We'll see you next week. Peace, guys. Say. <laughs> Do it again. What's that rooster say? <laughs> <laughs>